You are Locked On Pistons, your daily Detroit Pistons podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Dan Feldman here. Welcome to Locked On Pistons. Today's episode of Locked On Pistons is brought to you by SeatGeek. Download the mobile app for the easiest way to buy tickets. The promo code LOPISTONS will get you a $20 rebate on your first purchase. You can follow Locked On Pistons on Audio Boom or subscribe on iTunes. You can follow me on Twitter at Dan Feldman NBA. The Pistons surged to the finish without Reggie Jackson, beating the Hawks soundly on Friday. Uh, Detroit won 121-85. Everybody played very well, especially KCP. Uh, he led the way with 23 points. He also had eight rebounds. Just, just a real nice night for him and started strong when the game was still contested. That didn't last long. The Pistons got ahead and just really pulled away, never let the Hawks back in it. And then they just set the stage. Three straight wins. Pistons on Sunday hosting the Magic. Reggie Jackson coming back. Everything seemed to be clicking, and the Pistons lost by six to a Magic team that's not very good, a much-improved Magic team, uh, but one that's not very good. And the place to start was the Pistons' bench, especially Darren Hilliard. Hilliard was awful, shooting one for six. The Pistons were minus 17 in his 12 minutes. That's what really turned the game was when the Pistons' bench came in and nobody was worse than Hilliard which means we got to talk about Stanley Johnson. Johnson played two minutes because Hilliard was so bad. Johnson has fallen out of the rotation. Stan Van Gundy has criticized Johnson's work ethic. We could see the results on the court weren't good. Johnson was shooting poorly and just never found a comfort level so far this season on offense. He was either forcing the action and turning the ball over and missing shots or just disappearing. There was very rarely a, a middle ground, let alone a productive middle ground So the Pistons have taken Stanley Johnson out of the rotation, gone to Darren Hilliard, and it worked terribly against the Magic. That's probably what cost them the game is how little they got from their bench, particularly that. Now, you could argue that maybe the Pistons starters should have done a little more, should have given the bench a little more cushion, and we'll talk more about the starters. Uh, But this game really turned when the benches came in. Nikola Vukovic scored well. Jeff Green played well. Alfred Payton was solid. Even Jody Meeks uh, was all right. So when the game went to the bench, the Magic had a real clear advantage. Uh, The one exception for Detroit, the one clear exception at least, was Ish Smith. Smith played pretty well. He got some minutes with the starters, and Ish Smith and the other starters have developed a nice chemistry by the end of this run without Reggie Jackson. So that worked well. Reggie Jackson was still uh, limited to just 23 minutes in his first game back. John Luer was okay, uh, but the Pistons were not very good with Aaron Baines in. They were especially bad with Darren Hilliard in. And so a lot of this falls on Stanley Johnson. He was the first-round pick last year, number eight pick. The Pistons have, I think, still high expectations for him. They definitely came in with high expectations for him. He's a young player, showed a lot of promise as a rookie, I was a little bit out of control, as you'd expect for somebody drafted as a teenager. But the signs were there. The the hints of talent were there. And this has been a step back this year. He was suspended a game uh, for violating team rules. And Stan Van Gundy has said that Stanley Johnson's effort needs to get better. Well, Stanley Johnson countered that. He was asked about it. And uh, he said his work ethic is fine. Uh, that you know He's not playing well, but he's doing the right things. You know, it's, it's tough for me to say. Who am I to say behind the scenes how Stanley Johnson's work ethic is? I'm not 
in there every day, but the fact that Stan Van Gundy would call it out publicly means something. I don't think Van Gundy's the the type to motivate a player through the media like that if there's not something to it. I don't think, I could be wrong on this, but I don't think Van Gundy would try and motivate a hardworking Stanley Johnson to work even harder by leaking that his work ethic is bad. I think that's just too disrespectful to, to Stanley Johnson if he is working hard. Now, I can also see that Stanley Johnson might have a different impression. Maybe their definitions of what working hard is is different. Maybe it's just hard for Stanley Johnson to accept that criticism. That you don't want to hear that you don't work hard. You don't want that to be the narrative about yourself. But this is something he and Van Gundy need to figure out. The Pistons desperately need Stanley Johnson to play better or Darren Hilliard to pick it up a little bit to be a little more dependable. Hilliard had been playing better than Johnson for the most part. The problem is that's not that high of a level, and I think Hilliard, not that he's at a ceiling, he's only in his second year also, uh, but just not quite the athlete, not quite the type of upside player. The Pistons are in a little bit more of a limited spot, especially because Reggie Bullock is is going to be out, thankfully for the Pistons, at least if you take them at their word. They say he's going to be out four to six weeks. Uh, that's much less time than the longer timeline uh, reported by Sham Sharania of Yahoo Sports. I'm not sure what the difference is there, if the Pistons are just more optimistic, if something in surgery revealed uh, a shorter timeline than what was initially expected. But whatever the case, they're going to get Reggie Bullock back, if you go by their timeline, a little sooner. So that, that could be encouraging, but that's really the spot the Pistons need to shore up. Because with Reggie Jackson back, point guard, which was the big worry, for the entire season to this point, that looks pretty much shored up. And we'll talk more about how Reggie Jackson did in his first game back. But first, I want to talk to you about SeatGeek. The NBA season is back, and SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to find tickets for the games you want to see up close and in person this season. There's nothing like being at the game for the biggest plays of the year, and with SeatGeek, it's never been easier to get the seats you want for a great value. SeatGeek has the best deals on every ticket in the house, wherever you want to sit whether it's courtside, the club seats, or the upper level. I have the SeatGeek app on my phone, and it's by far the easiest way I've found to shop for tickets. I can be anywhere, and with just a few taps, I can instantly find seats for this weekend or any game this season. With SeatGeek, you always get the best deal on every ticket, because SeatGeek price compares for you by searching multiple ticket sites. Prices can vary depending on where you shop, but SeatGeek will always find you the lowest available price. And SeatGeek wants to help you get the most bang for your buck. That's why every ticket on SeatGeek is given a grade based on value. You'll immediately see any underpriced seats and be able to find the best deals that fit your budget. Plus, every ticket you buy on SeatGeek is backed by their 100% guarantee. Best of all, my listeners get a $20 rebate on their first ticket purchase. To get your $20 rebate on tickets, download the SeatGeek app, go to the settings tab and click add a promo code, enter the promo code LO Pistons. That's LO is in Locked On Pistons, L-O Pistons. SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. Download the SeatGeek app and enter the code L-O Pistons. It's L-O as in Locked On Pistons, L-O Pistons. In his first game back, Reggie Jackson played 23 minutes, 18 points on 7 of 12 shooting, 4 assists, 3 turnovers. Pretty good. I'm very happy with that. Yeah, finding his teammates the comfort level, maybe a little more turnovers than you want, maybe not quite as many assists, but his shot was falling. 
He looked good. Only 23 minutes. I think that will go up when the Bulls play the Pistons tomorrow. Uh, but it was a little confusing. Stan Van Gundy actually said he didn't know uh, that that uh, there would be a, a minute limit for Reggie Jackson until the last minute uh, before the, the Magic game. And so I don't know how prepared the Pistons were for that. Uh, and so there's still some confusion going into this Bulls game. But this is what you'd like to see this progress where Jackson comes back, plays well, uh, and then the Pistons can go in the right direction from there. Unsurprisingly, that meant Beno Udre was dropped from the rotation. There's just not enough minutes to go around, even with Jackson limited between Jackson and and Ish Smith. Ish Smith has played well enough to quiet some of those questions uh, that existed maybe a week or two ago about who should be the backup point guard, that maybe it should be Beno Udre. Ish Smith's playing well enough, and there's enough minutes to be had with the starters. Now, did the starters against the Magic do their part? Maybe. This was not a great game collectively from the starters. KCP regressed a little bit after that very strong game against the Hawks. Uh, Tobias Harris was kind of, eh. Marcus Morris was very good in the second half, uh, fell off, or very good in the first half, fell off in the second half. Uh, and then there's Andre Drummond. Drummond's energy did not look great. And this is a road we've been down with him over and over, which is his energy isn't always there. His effort and focus aren't always there. And it can be frustrating because he's capable of so much. But I'd like to add, he still had 10 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists, 3 steals, 2 blocks. Like, that's a, a low-effort game. The Pistons outscored the Magic by 1 when he was on the court. Should that number maybe be a little higher? Yeah, I think so. When he's playing well, that could be higher against a team like the Magic. The Pistons should do a little better. He should bring a little more. But this is part of the entire package, and this is what I've said over and over. You have to take the good with the bad with Andre Drummond, and the good far outweighs the bad. You you take it all. You work on the bad. You want him to play harder and with more energy all the time. But when he doesn't, we don't need to freak out. It is not the end of the world. That is much preferable to a player with a lower ceiling who brings it every night because there's nowhere to go there. This is what Andre Drummond needs to go grow into. But he did his part. It was the bench that let the Pistons down against against the Magic. And the Magic have a solid bench. They've reconfigured their lineup. They've become a very good defensive team lately. Yeah, the Pistons should have defended them better. The Magic are not as good offensively as they looked against Detroit. And they need to. the Pistons need to do better with that. But it happens. It's okay. The bigger issue is the bench. I think that's going to continue to be an up-and-down thing. Uh, the, I think the starters are going to m- remain reliably good. And even on an off night like this, they did enough. They did enough where if the bench weren't so lousy, especially at the shooting guard spot, that that should have been enough for a win. Can the bench turn it around against the Bulls? We'll see. We'll have an eye on that game. We'll have a little bit more into that game and, and looking ahead for the Pistons tomorrow. You can follow Locked On Pistons on Audio Boom or subscribe on iTunes. You can follow me on Twitter at Dan Feldman NBA. Thanks for listening.